0: hello and welcome to this special podcast about parkrun it's february the 21st 2022 and i'm speaking with david barnett Uh, david is a musician a minor uk indie celebrity he's been in countless bands across the years including the boyfriends luxembourg and the new royal family he was the former manager of the band, The Parkinson's. He worked for the band Suede and ended up writing their official biography. I know him as a kind of raconteur, man about town, psychogeographer, but above all, as a parkrunner. Parkrunner number 180,219. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's a number I've got emblazoned on my heart, <laughs> <laughs> uh, David. But it was um, the person that first made me aware of Parkrun back in about 2011, I think, when he casually mentioned it on his live journal. And this week, I'm going to be finally uh, running my 250th Parkrun, which in Parkrun circles is a significant milestone. Um, and also, of course, David is also the host of the YouTube series, uh, David Barnett's Great British Parkrun Journeys, <laughs> which if you're a park runner, you'll know all about where he kind of goes around London and beyond recording himself on public transport and, uh, and making observations about the history of the locations and sometimes even having an interview with some of the amateur fun runners that he meets along the way. Um, so, David, welcome. Was that was that a good summary of your? Thank you, life Neil, that's, And that's, What have I missed
1: out? What? That's great. That's my obituary written for <laughs> me. Um, you've really done your homework. I'm very impressed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what what Some what of these things I'd actually forgotten about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I'm kind of depressed about is the fact that I introduced you to Parkrun, and yet somehow you've overtaken me in the number because I'm about six weeks away from the magical green t-shirt
0: yeah i think of you as a saint john the baptist to my jesus christ of it. Runners, Yeah, but, exactly but no so, the actual real story I get my is head that... on
1: a on a plate right <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the real story is that david has uh, volunteered a lot more than i have and... that's that's not strictly true <laughs> oh, really no <laughs> that's a, that's a nice way of looking at it
1: yeah maybe that's that's that will have cost me a couple of runs probably yeah Uh
0: Uh,
1: but normally i try to do volunteering where you can actually do a run at the same time as well classic it does mean though that my slowest park run is an hour and four minutes because i was tail walking that time with
0: a very lovely but not very speedy lady (laughs) (laughs) so um there may be some people listening to this who have never heard of Parkrun. And so my first question. How is question, that possible? I know. How is it possible? I mean, I think 5 million people have registered as Parkrunners, which is almost, you know, 10% of the population. Um, but if you haven't heard of it, uh, how would you describe Parkrun uh, to someone who's never heard of it these days? I um something like a microcosm
1: of workable socialism. Mm. Or if you're of a right-wing bent, the big society in action. So it really, um, you know, straddles the political spectrum. But um, it's it's a free run in a park, normally in a park. It started as a free run in a park. It's not always in a park now. It's always five kilometres in length. It's um, always on a Saturday morning. It's not always at nine o'clock because in Scotland you start a bit later than us because obviously you've got more uh, serious hangovers than <laughs> the southern softies. Um, but it's the same setup everywhere. Uh, it's totally free. All you need to do is register once you get a barcode, you turn up, you do your run. And I think one of the things that's great about it is that it's exactly the same everywhere, and yet they're all kind of unique as well. And it's completely run by volunteers, apart from the mysterious goings on at Parkrun HQ. But locally, it's a really great local community initiative. Um, and it's become quite a phenomenon. And I think that one of the things that's most exciting about it is the fact that it's it really has given people some pride in their local community it's got it's it's being prescribed by doctors for depression and all sorts and I have to say it you know that's a big part of the appeal for me like the running is almost incidental now it's the, the whole the whole you know turning up meeting people hanging out one of my friends who's also a big fan and he's he's much more an international tourist than I am he's he's been all over the shop I've only done a couple abroad but he said He summed it up when he said it's the only thing he can think of where you can turn up completely unannounced in a completely, like, foreign place you've never been before. Nobody knows who you are, and everybody's delighted to see you, (laughs) and you've instantly got something in common and end up, like, going for breakfast and hanging out afterwards, you know? Um, And it does seem to bring out the best in people as well. There's so many stories when, you know... I've been going somewhere and dropped a note and said, look, this is a bit of a long shot, but I'm going to be about 10 miles from your park run. Is there likely to be anybody passing there? And uh, I've always had a yes. It's amazing. Mm. So,
0: yeah. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's interesting you talk about it in terms of like either socialism or the big society. I feel like the big society was, you know, was becoming it was kind of announced when parkrun was becoming popular and you know it's a spirit of voluntary activity you know building something that you know it doesn't require any kind of government intervention or any like um,
1: yeah i mean it's a, a kind of anarcho-syndicalist as well isn't it <laughs> but it is great it's really you know it's actual people power um uh, just people getting together and doing this thing that it's, it's great it's, you know there's I can't really think of anything else that you can go to anywhere that's free you know and you can meet people and it's it's quite a rare thing nowadays which is a bit sad but it shows that you know it's really given me a lot of faith in humanity which I think we could all do with in in these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you ever did runs before where you know you have to pay like forty quid and and they give you some chip to attach to your <laughs> trainer and then Parkrun comes along and you've got oh a barcode you have printed off um, and yeah. I mean I don't know how that's going to work in in a, in a world without printers but but you just turn up it's totally free it's just it well, is you can amazing. do it on your phone now they finally joined the twenty first century. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure
1: how I feel about that, actually. <laughs> well, I, I like the idea. Yeah, no, but... it is, I think that is that's a big part of it. And the the other thing as well that I quite like about it, you know, if you enter yourself into a proper race, proper inverted commas, you pay money. You know, it's kind of quite a big deal, and you feel like you you feel really let down if you if you don't get a good time and all this kind of stuff. Whereas the beauty of parkrun is it doesn't matter. There's always another one next week. You know, so you can go. And you can make it whatever you want. You can make it an alternative to the pub where you go and meet some friends without getting rat-arsed. Or it's just a nice day out in the park. You can just walk and enjoy the scenery. Or it's, you know, some personal challenge where you're trying to get um, a a personal best time or some other ridiculous goal like trying to do all of the 69 park runs in (laughs) London. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um and so take me back to was it 2011 or ever like what was it that originally motivated you to get started because you know completing all the London ones and doing all of these crazy parkrun challenges it's quite a you know it's, it's a long way away from what it used to be right like, yeah absolutely I mean the <laughs> The way it started, it was kind
1: of a strange convoluted route, but essentially I was diagnosed with this condition called ankylosing spondylitis, which um, is kind of arthritis of the spine is the easy way to describe it. It's uh, inflammation, and then you get fusing of your bones. Um, so one of the best things for it is, is swimming and just keeping active in general. And at that time I lived not that far from Hampstead Heath. So I, and I really hated swimming in chlorine swimming pools full of either really good swimmers that I was in the way of or old grannies that were in the way of me. So I really liked swimming outdoors in the summer. So I was doing that and and Hampstead Heath is not that accessible by public transport. So the easiest way to get there was to run so that's kind of how I started running again. I used to do it when I was a teenager, but gave up as soon as I discovered pubs. So yeah, so I, I started running to have teeth, and then the weather became more inclement, and I, um, so I stopped the swimming when it got cold, but I kept up the running, and I started to get really into that and I, th- I think some I'd, I'd done I don't think I'd done any organized runs I quite like the solitary aspect of it to be honest but a friend mentioned have you heard this thing called park run it's free so I thought oh well that sounds all right and there was one on Hampstead Heath and at that point I mean it, it it's it's a good example of how it's grown because I guess yeah that would have been 2011 or 2010 something like that and the first time I did it I was about fifth at Hampstead Heath um, but that's because there were only about, you know, 50 people <laughs> whatever, <laughs> compared to now, well, it'll be hundreds. Um, so I did that and, um, and I, just, I, did, I was just doing it semi-regularly and then started to, you know, it's one of these things, the more you do it, the more you get out of it because you can start comparing your times. Then I realised, oh, there's one at Finsbury Park, I can go there as well. There's one at Highbury, living in London. They were, they were you're never never very far from a rat or a park run so um so I started I I was just doing different ones just out of interest rather than any kind of goal um and then several of my friends started doing it as well so it became more of a social occasion and um, we all used to go to weather spoons afterwards until we obviously all Boycotted <laughs> post Brexit, um, but yeah, with that so it became it became a big part of the social calendar. It kind of it was it was interesting how you know the your weekend used to revolve around Friday night and Saturday night, and then it, that shifted. To Saturday morning, and that's quite a good thing as well. Like you'd have to take it a bit easier on Friday night, so that you could get up early and all this kind of stuff. I yeah,
0: think, I think it's interesting, like having the spinal thing. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it. The anglia respond. I, I am going to. I am going <laughs> to attempt to pronounce it. Well, confusingly, the the
1: the charity that um advocates for people with a condition. They changed their name recently to become more inclusive because there are similar mm. conditions. But now they've changed it to something that even I can't, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce because it's even uh. more, <laughs> <laughs> more of a tongue twister than ankylosing spondylitis, which which I was just getting the hang of and then <laughs> changed it. I thought it
0: might add an extra C to your exercise when you know if you don't do this exercise, you're going to like literally kind of, Start growing new bone on the yeah spine. exactly exactly so um, I mean luckily I'm quite nervy
1: and can't sit still anyway so because the worst the worst thing you can do is just remain static all the time because then you just kind of freeze um, but yeah it's it, it's about that's definitely an incentive and um, you know. We all have to start looking after ourselves a bit more <laughs> when we get to our age, we, Neil?
0: Indeed. Yeah. We're, uh, we're all... I mean, the good thing about Parkrun is that when you look someone's uh, up someone's Parkrun profile, it tells you exactly how old they are within five years. So, you know, because everyone's in their age category. Right? So I don't know... Yes,
1: if... it's, it's a stalker's paradise, actually. You <laughs> can also work out where everybody goes every
0: Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think you can... Do it under a pseudonym. Maybe you wouldn't want to, but um, it's not really in the spirit of things, is it? No, no. Ed
1: Miliband was at Finsbury Park last week.
0: Well, I was going to ask he you, celebrity was under spotting, his own name. celebrity uh, park runners that you've met. Any, any? Interesting I think, one? I think
1: to be honest, he's the most famous one that I've seen. But I have been to ones where other people have gone. Oh, look, there's so and so, and I've never heard of them. Somebody off the telly. Not really worth to telly, but there's there's um yeah, there have been quite a there there are quite a lot of celebrity park runners out there. I know like tragically the guy from The Prodigy, he was a really keen park runner. Mm. Um and that came out I think when when he um he you know he committed suicide, sadly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um but he was he was one of many people that were kind of quite well known that did it. There seemed to be quite a lot of old Old musicians doing it. One time, actually, that's quite a, a was a funny thing when I played the Rebellion Festival, probably about five years ago now, which is like the biggest punk festival in the UK. It's at Blackpool every summer, um, and me and my friend thought, "Oh, yeah, well, we can do the <laughs> park." Fortunately, it was the night before our gig. So it was fine. So we went there, but we got there and it was just full of old punks. It was hilarious. You know, the run director went, have we got anybody here for the festival? And like half the crowd put up there. And I think like the singer from Eater was there and it was funny because it's like, you know, all these Mohicans running around this park in Blackpool. They were uh, actually
0: uh, gelled and sprayed up. Yeah, weren't yeah. They were like was flopping, a few of those flopping down, before. yeah. That's right, but but I I think if you see someone you know, like I don't know if you beat Ed, but that gives an extra incentive, doesn't it, to to go faster? To beat yeah, Ed.
1: well, I'm happy to say I beat I beat Ed. He's always Ed, Ed he's, he's always was trounced by David's, isn't he? <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> uh,
0: and as someone who's done so many different park runs, I was wondering, you know, what is your favourite park run?
1: Well, I've been asked this a lot and I don't, the honest answer is I don't really know what my favourite park run is. I mean, the the, the great thing is they're all, as I said, the same but different. So, um, I mean, Highbury Fields, I'll say Highbury Fields is my favourite park run, but it's probably one of the most boring park runs there is because it's five laps, five and a bit laps.
0: Five laps, amazing. Part.
1: Yeah, it's quite, it's it's a fairly small, idlington ah. doesn't have a lot of green space and that's, a, that's about the biggest bit. So it's five, yeah, I think, I'm not sure if that's, it's probably the most laps, certainly the most laps of anyone in London, probably in the UK. I mean, that was um, one of my questions. One of the prison ones, of course, which they've started up now, but I'm not allowed to do those. <laughs> well, not um, yet. Yeah, yeah, I did wonder if I could sort of commit a small felony in order to do those <laughs> 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 but um that's something something for later in life i think
0: i was um, going to ask it, if you prefer one two three or four lap park runs but i didn't even realize there was a five lap park yeah five and a bit
1: five and a bit lap. um but it's a lot it's a really I, I think it's because i go there the most so i know the most people there so that, that then that becomes part of the thing so there's always people that say hello and there's a there's a, a, a few of them who've got this kind of spin-off thing called speed club that's a that's a A running club that helps you get fast and it's quite hardcore but it does work so you know I've made a load of friends from it met a lot of really interesting people
0: but um do you think parkrun is a kind of replacement for religion that's what people say sometimes
1: well I think I mean I think in a way probably in that it's it's got a lot of similar aspects it's got the communal thing it's got you know it's it's, it's kind of like it's a routine so yeah that's like it's like a ritualistic thing isn't it everybody amasses at the same time they all clap you clap that's kind of like you know praising there's a lot of a lot of similar things um and then I think the actual run that's quite a meditative experience as well you know along with your thoughts and feel better afterwards so yeah I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of similarities there. A lot of the good bits of religion you'll find in parkrun.
0: Mm. And I wonder, like, how it's going. You know, like we've had this big break because of COVID, uh, where all the parkruns were closed down. Um, but before that, it felt like there was this kind of exponential growth in parkruns, and every week there'd be another few <laughs> being added, and you know, like. You not I, know, it did, it
1: did, I mean, I remember people saying, have we reached peak parkrun? Mm. Is it becoming a victim of its own success and everything? So maybe, you know, the great reset wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, there's a few changes have happened. There's, there's a few have bitten the dust since, I think. And there's a couple of... Uh, annoyingly, this, there's uh, one of the fastest London ones has had to change its... has changed its route so that it's not so congested at the start. But that was always a classic PB course, and now it's it's all on grass now, so it's much lower. So, you know, but there's always winners and losers with these things, isn't there? I
0: oh, know, I remember being incredibly annoyed that um, the Inverness Parkrun had changed its name to... I know, yeah, whatever I, yeah, if you're doing the alphabet, although I think <laughs> it still counts for that. Oh, um, really? Oh,
1: well, that, it's, it's, I still got the I for the alphabet, but um, for people who no, don't know, no longer, yeah, this is a bit, this is very esoteric, is But, you know, the green map with the blobs, oh. it no longer colours in that bit. And I, I was annoyed because that was a big bit, a big bit of Scotland coloured in mm. green that's now
0: white again. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, for people who don't know, uh, so as well as having the normal parkrun challenges to get, you know, 50, 100 parkruns, personal bests or whatever, Parkrunners have taken it upon themselves to create new challenges. So one of them would be to do all the ones in London. One of them would be to do all the letters of the alphabet, all the position. I mean, there's lots of bizarre challenges. There's the the pirate challenge yeah. to do. <laughs> What's That's, that one?
1: It's seven Cs and an R. R. <laughs> and there's also the B, the Staying Alive badge, which is three Bs and three Gs. Yeah. Is another another really good one, but, uh, <laughs> but and there's uh, the, full, the full Ponty as well, which is just all the all the parkruns that start with Ponty. <laughs>
0: I've so, not done any of those. Lots of fun to be had in the parkrun community for people who aren't currently involved. But but uh, so just wrapping up, um, like where will parkrun end? Like what what do you think Parkrun's going to look like in ten years' time? Because we've had ten years of doing it, and it's become you know, like like I was saying, like a kind of religious phenomena. It's something habitual there every time. It makes, kickstarts the weekend. Um, any, any predictions for what's... I've got, no, I
1: have it. absolutely no predictions, really. I mean, I just hope it kind of doesn't collapse under its own weight. You know, there's been a few things that some people have been upset about, like, you used to get a free T-shirt every time you hit a milestone, which was really great, you know, and a, a nice reward. And now it's understandable. There's millions of people are now qualifying for these T-shirts. It's just not financially viable, even with sponsorship to do it. So now they're charging, which is fair enough. But then some people are saying, yeah, 15 quid, that's quite expensive, especially for the volunteers. Um they used to be, and another one was there used to be a distinct T-shirt for volunteers. That was you could only get the nice purple one if you were a volunteer. And now they've done it so that you can, so that you can get. It used to be twenty-five volunteer badges, but now you can get a purple T-shirt if you just run twenty-five park runs, which is different. So they're not not mm. distinct. So the little niggly things like that. But to be honest, that's it's pretty churlish to complain about that. Really. As long as it still exists and you can still turn up at nine o'clock and go for a run for free i think um, that's good i mean one of the problems is that it's so busy now that a lot of um places just can't handle them anymore Mm -hmm. so and you know there are there are some places that have, have closed because the ground was getting churned up because thousands of feet every saturday Pummeling the, the the grass wasn't good for it. So I guess
0: the only antagonism has been with like parish councils and local councils, yeah, want not wanting the park to be damaged by yes. thousands. But you, I mean it's quite interesting because usually the local
1: authorities are actually really keen because they've got the kind of targets with health and stuff like that, and, and having to try and get people to be active. So it's actually a really cheap option for them. All they have to do is say, Yeah, just do a park run over. <laughs> You know, which is nice. Um, but I, 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 went to, um, I went to an inaugural once before I found out that that's not really the <laughs> dumb thing. Um, and they had the local mayor there. It was up in Sunny Hill in Brent, I think. So the mayor was there with his big gold medallion on and everything, and it was really nice. You know, it was a great thing. And that was all about. He was all about. Yeah, we really want to encourage more young people to be active and, you know, old people as well. But I think that day was a good example of the spirit of parkrun because I was, I, was I, I tried to go by public transport if, if I can, you know, and don't really approve of taking a car to go for a run. But <clears throat> on this occasion, I was waiting by the bus stop. And one of the many um, add ons of parkrun is that if you are what's known as a tourist, you, you wear this kind of black and yellow cowl thing around your neck that is named after I think the first guy to run 50 different parkruns was called somebody cowl or something so that's where it comes from and it's got a picture of a cow on it as well so anyway there's this distinctive scarf around my neck, I'm waiting at a bus stop suddenly this car screeches to a halt beside me and these young men stick their heads out and I'm thinking oh god so I'm going to get mugged or whatever and like oi mate are you going to Sunny Hill <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, we saw your cow get in. So I, you know, jumped in the car with these guys and they drove us up to the park when we had breakfast together afterwards. One of them was training for a marathon and he was running back into town. So I ended up jogging back with him. It was a great day, you know, really nice. One of them had his kid with him. It was it was a really great example. And that, <laughs> that was the time where this, this kind of running fanatic was explaining to me that, if you want to do your absolute optimum performance at parkrun you should be vomiting just as you cross the finish line you don't want to be vomiting before that you want to save up the actual vomit until you just hit the finish line so yeah
0: beat that <laughs> as a final question i was going to ask any tips for new <laughs> for new parkrunners but i think you've just given one which is, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, maybe don't go for the vomiting on the first one. I yeah. think I think actually my tip would be don't don't run the first one too quickly because you want to be able to get better. So start off enjoying it. But I think the other thing that maybe people don't realise is people think, oh, I, I couldn't run 5K, you know, or I'd be really slow, I'd be last. But, you know, as I said, I did one that took over an hour. And I think, you know, most people would be able to do that and in, in, in a lot faster even if you were just walking so it's it's worth the go but I guess I think it's it's more fun if you try and run a bit faster to be honest
0: yeah, I mean, I remember in my early days of parkrun, I got four PBs in a row. I know just, um, it's great, isn't oh, it? I think amazing. I had a, I had a streak of four, and that was about yeah ten years ago. <laughs> never, never been anywhere close since, and I've my ego has been left way behind. I mean, that is
1: one thing that's kind of depressing when you see your times going down as you <laughs> as you get older. But but then the other thing is my age grade is going up, so yeah. you know so my so it, that's kind of a,
0: okay so if, you, if you're not aware that like you have a grade that kind of puts your age against your time and then it works out like how it's a handicap system so there's yeah. a guy a seat guy who does the marathons who who was 102 or something when he did a park run and he has an age grading of 179 percent or something <laughs> was like uh Fallujah, singh i think look <laughs> um but Yeah, well, thank you very much for talking to me and sharing your passion for Parkrun with the world, David. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: Thanks, Neil. It's been an absolute joy. Very nice to see you again, too. And um, I hope people will give it a go.